Hey, come get this health. Come get this health. So this is going to be part two in a series that I did not know was going to be a series called Why DIY Is Not Working For You. So this is Why DIY Is Not Working For You 2.0. So if you um, heard my first part of this series, the four reasons why DIY isn't working for you. This is going to be a piggyback on that. If you haven't listened to the first part, the four reasons why DIY isn't working for you, I highly recommend it. I went in and listed four distinct reasons why basically DIYing, trying to get to your health goals isn't working for you. And so if you, if you miss part one of this talk, I would highly recommend the, the quickest way to find it. You can scroll through my timeline or whatever on Facebook or Instagram, but the quickest way to find it too would be to go to my podcast, Lisa Angel Smith. No, no, no. My podcast, the Black Health Academy. I was about to rattle off my website. Um, go to my podcast to hear part one of this series, okay? But Because I'm just going to go into one reason today why DIY isn't working for you, but this is 2.0, all right? So search for the Black Health Academy podcast on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, um, on you know Podbean or whatever it's called, just look for the Black Health Academy podcast, and that's where you can find part one called "The Four Reasons Why DIY Isn't Working for You." Or if you follow me on Instagram, if you're watching this on Instagram, you can totally check my IGTV um, and look for that title, "The Four Reasons Why DIY Isn't Working for You." But this is 2.0. The number one reason why DIY isn't working for you, 2.0. I had to think really hard about this. And one of the things that I encourage my students and things to do is just kind of reverse engineer their own experiences um, to before they start doling out advice to other people. And so I did that for this talk and I'm really excited. All right, so check it out. Let's dive right in. The number one, or probably the number five, since this is 2.0, reason that DIY isn't working for you is because you're not part of a community, all right? Now, I wanna break this down, and I also wanna share three distinct characteristics you should be looking for in a community before you decide to join one, because not all communities are created equal, all right? So the number one reason, or the next reason why DIY isn't working for you is because you're not part of a community, because DIY, it's very clear do it yourself right and a lot of us when we're trying to attain a health goal whether that be lose weight get off of medications eat better you know abstain from things that we know aren't good for us like sugar or alcohol or potato chips or cookies um, when we're trying to re exercise regularly, even when we don't feel like it, when we're trying to save money, when we're trying to learn a new industry, right? There is no doubt that you can DIY that process, okay? There is absolutely zero doubt that you can go out and, you know, buy books, buy courses, you can um, go to YouTube, you can ask friends who seem like they've done it, you know, and you can totally try and DIY and piecemeal a process together for yourself and that will work sometimes right you can be successful in doing it that way however what I've discovered and like one key to my success in every area of my life whether that be financial whether that be business whether that be my health has been communities right so I intentionally seek out communities to support me in with with the goal that I'm trying to achieve all right. So what I find is I am 
I'm pretty much alpha. I, I can be considered an alpha female. And I, when I want to do something, when I have my eye on the prize, so to speak, like there's no stopping me, right? It's tunnel vision. All right, um, I'm, I'm huge into manifesting. Um, when, it, when I wanna do something, there is arguably very little that can get in my way, you know? And I can do it pretty well. However, what I discover is that I can do it exceptionally well and much quicker when I join a community of individuals who are all in it to achieve that particular goal, right? And so this might sound like, duh, yeah, you know, if you wanna, go far or whatever the saying goes you know do it if you do it alone if you want to go fast do it with others i don't know what the saying is but the point is you know the reason community is so important is because a lot of times most of us diy things because we don't necessarily see the value in paying for a curriculum or a process or a community especially if it's something that seems inherently self-evident right like okay i know i want to get healthy i know i want to give up sugar i know i want to lose weight i just need to stop drinking the alcohol i just need to stop eating the cookies and the potato chips i need to stop eating so late i need to start exercising and so inherently the process seems obvious but what we're taking for granted or what we're not even um, considering is the fact it's not the process that you necessarily need help with. Because many, many people come into Farm to Table, many people come into my programs knowing the process and arguably could probably recite what I'm about to tell them. So here's the part you need to consider in your, in your efforts to DIY your health. You don't invest in a program or a community or anything necessarily for the process all the time. Usually you're investing for the accountability. Usually you're investing for the motivation. Usually you're investing for the receipts, i.e. proof that it's even doable. You know, like, can I really not eat sugar? Like, can I really enjoy my food without there being meat on my plate? So usually you need some validation that this is doable, that you can, that this is sustainable. And then you need that accountability. You need that motivation. You need that inspiration, right? Um, that's what most of us join communities for. But if that community comes with a cost, oftentimes we don't necessarily see the value because we already know the process or should i say we assume we know the process right we're like i already know i've been listening to lisa on facebook live and instagram and listening to her podcast forever i already know to drink the water i already know to eliminate dairy and sugar i already know that i need to start reading labels right but like i said in the first part of this series number one you don't know what you don't know right so you might know to start reading labels but you might not know what to look for or how to read labels in the way in which I teach it. Um, but then also, right, knowing those things has very little to do with executing them at a high level. And I think that's the part that we sometimes haven't come to terms with is that because I know so much, you would think that automatically translates to your ability to being able to execute what you know, right? And that's where community comes in. So let me give you an example, because when I was thinking about this, I was just kind of thinking about all the different communities that I that I'm currently in and that I've joined in the past and just how they helped me reach my goal much quicker much better and arguably produce better outcomes than I probably could have gotten on my own so like right now for business for example I'm in a community I invested you know five figures to be in a community of other CEO business owner service providers 
who are trying to achieve a similar goal in business that I am, right? Um, and so I, I joined that community and it's been wonderful. It's been a game changer. I love the value that I get from the community. I love that individuals are having the same, you know, ideas, the same doubts, worries, and fears that are having the, the successes that I want to have, right? I, I love that even though we're literally spread out all over the world in this community, when we get together twice a month virtually, it's we're all pretty much echoing the same sentiment. And we're all going after very, very similar goals in our business because the community is designed for a certain type of business owner, right? And so being in this community has been invaluable because I remember many years ago, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for since 2015 and many years ago, I remember reaching out to a friend of mine uh, who, who was also, you know, an entrepreneur and was like, hey, can we meet once a month at like a local hotel lobby and just kick it about business and throw some ideas around? Because I was in such need of a peer in this space. I have peers in other areas of my life, but I was in need of a peer in the business space, somebody who could understand the things I was thinking as an entrepreneur, trying to run a company, the things that come up, imposter syndrome, you know, different stuff with money, different stuff with hiring and staff, different stuff with developing programs and marketing and putting yourself out there. I needed to talk to somebody too um, who could relate to that, right? So I remembered, you know, reaching out to a good friend of mine and every month we would meet at this really nice hotel in Metro Detroit and, you know, we would order tea and we would bring our notebooks and we would just kick it around, you know, and that was really helpful for me. And then I remember joining a mastermind group um, for similar reasons. It was a, a young lady um, who put together a mastermind group. She reached out to me, asked if I wanted to be a part of it. And same thing, once a month, we would meet at this co-working space in Metro Detroit. And all of us, you know, sharing things that were going. Some of us were putting on live in-person events and needed helping to kick around ideas around that. Others of us were doing like virtual programming and needed to kick around ideas about that. And so for as long as I remember, since being an entrepreneur and trying to figure this thing out, especially with pretty much being the only entrepreneur in my family, I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have a template to follow. And so I literally was DIYing this whole entrepreneur thing, right? And so it wasn't until I decided, okay, I need a community. I need peers, right? In order to take my business where, where I wanted to take it. And so that's what I began to do. And so, you know, I've done that many times over the years and I'm in a community now that I feel really good about. And I, I paid to be in the community. I regret not a cent of it. You know, it was a high ticket price, but it was very worth it because it's given me everything I needed. And my data has shown that like I have receipts in my business that shows since joining this community and implementing the things I've learned for this community, I've been able to exponentially increase our revenue, our productivity and everything at my company. So community is so important, right? I could have gotten to where I am now by DIYing it, but I decided not to, right? I decided that I wanted to invest in an environment to be surrounded with individuals who are thinking like me and striving to achieve the things I wanted to achieve. But community is not necessarily always as serious as like business or health. But even when it comes to my health, even though I'm already at my ideal weight, even though you know I already eat really healthy, drink really healthy, I, I'm always striving to push myself. So even in my health, like I remember my good friend, Coach Kiwi, I joined her program called Train Like a Competitor, just to be in a community of individuals who wanted to lift 
like they were training for a competition, right? And it was so funny. I just have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, drive like 25 minutes away from my home to go to the gym to work out with these group of women. But it was so powerful being a part of that community. And I'm sure many of you know this from being in different group exercise classes, being members of different gyms. You see your people, you're in a kickboxing class, a Pilates class, a Zumba class, a step class, right? And so when you get there, like those people keep you accountable. You might be in a private group chat with them. You might be in a Facebook group with them, right? Just the power of community. And then even right now, like I have to, um, I make it a priority to prioritize leisure. And so right now I'm learning how to skate. So I take skating lessons one night a week and I could have DIY that and I, I considered it like, oh, I'll just put my skates on um, and go out on the riverfront and like, you know, try and baby step my way into skating. But no, I actually sought out and actually looked up on my phone beginner skating lessons in my community, found some and went out. And now one night a week, I'm actually skating with you know i have an instructor you know and it feels so good when i walk in he's like hey lisa you know people know me seeing people i saw last week and we're just bonding and developing these relationships over this shared interest of roller skating right and so that community helps me not to give up because it can be discouraging when you're starting to learn something or trying to get the hang of something and you're not good at it at first those are like the easiest times to give up when you're just not good at it right so i've like fail when i was trying to <laughs> learn how to roller skate and everything but you know even when i fail my instructor was like oh you're falling wrong right i would have had no idea if i was out on the riverfront wearing these roller skates that i was falling wrong he's like no, you want to throw your hands up. You're going to hurt your wrist and your neck and everything trying to catch your whole body falling that hard on the ground with your hands. So it's just things, again, I didn't know what I didn't know, right? And so community is so important when you're trying to, you know, progress to another level, whether it be in your health, whether it be in your finances. I remember when I first started investing in the uh, stock market, I remember because one of the things I learned about you know building wealth is that the top three ways to build wealth in this world is with entrepreneurship real estate and investing and i was like okay i'm gonna do all three right say less right so i was like okay i need to learn how to invest i need to learn i don't want to be a day trader or anything but i do want to know the basics so i can feel confident in the decisions and choices that i'm making in my investment accounts and so i, I years ago i joined she still may be around but i joined this program called stocks and stilettos so it was like this black female who was teaching investing to you know women of color and she had a, a course that I purchased and she had a private group and we had all these worksheets and stuff and I learned so much so I joined the community to learn how to invest could I DIY that watch YouTube videos whatever yes but I paid the money to get my questions answered in real time to make sure I understood things you know and it was so helpful and it made it much more fun because depending on what you're trying to master or accomplish, sometimes the content and the information can be so dense. It can be so, you know, overwhelming. It can be so foreign. Like investing is a foreign language. Like, I'm like, dividends, returns, compounding interest. Uh, what does this mean? IPOs, what does this mean, <laughs> right? And so depending on what you're trying to master too, 
you may even have a higher attrition rate, a higher turnover rate, a higher rate of possibly quitting if there's a if, if it's a whole nother language attached to what you're trying to learn, like investing or real estate, right? Same with a real estate. I recently joined a real estate community because I, I paid a couple grand for the program as well as you know access to the private community so that i can become fluent in this particular area so when i tell you i take my own advice i take my own advice i am very serious about just shortcutting my way to what i want to achieve by you know being led by a coach by attaching myself to a specific curriculum and most importantly by being involved in a community so now really quickly i want to give you three characteristics of a really great community and this is just a kind of us me assessing um you know the characteristics of the communities that i'm in that i've been in before um i've kind of identified three characteristics that i think are really uh good to have in a really optimal community because you can be in some communities that suck you can be in communities that are clickish you can be in communities that are judgmental or you could just be in communities that weren't curated for you Right. And so, you know, you want to make sure that it's an ideal and it's a good fit. So, you know, for me, one of the um, best communities I've been in or one of the best characteristics of a good community is the offer to continue after the core program is over. So let's say you purchase you know, a, a, a coaching program or you purchase a digital course or something like that. Is there an extension past that? So let's say it's a year-long program, a six-month program, or if it's just a course that you do at your own pace or whatever. And it comes with a community, and then maybe they only offer you access to the community while you're taking the program. But is there an option past the core curriculum, past the core program, to continue to have access to the community? And I find that to be invaluable. You know. Um, we do that at farm to table like once they and that's something that students often ask like lisa when i join farm to table it's just a 10-week program what happens after the 10 weeks i don't know that i'll feel comfortable enough to be out here on my own and i'm like oh no we have an entire farm to table alumni community we have i even have an alumni community manager right like i'm very serious about under making sure people have that anchor to hold on to even though they've been provided you know the what, what they were promised initially which is the core program but is there an option to come continue on or stay in the community once the core program has concluded and um just about every program or anything i've purchased has had that option and i most often than not i take advantage of it because i find it to be really really important because there's things once you get through the foundational stuff there's inevitably going to be things that come up that you didn't even consider and it just feels good to go back to that coach or that program or that community to have get those questions answered or if you fall off you know to reignite that fire because that happens too right like you do well when you're in the thing and when you're out of the thing you know you become removed from it and you forget why you started doing it in the first place and you kind of might abandon those core values temporarily so is there an option to stay or have an extension of that community um, after the core program is over okay the second great characteristic of a great community i find is that the 
founder of the community and the admins in the community are actual graduates of the program or users of the product, okay? Now this might sound obvious, but one of like our um, in-house rules at, in my program in Farm to Table is that none of my team on Farm to Table, you know, or should I say all of my team on Farm to, at Farm to Table are graduates of Farm to Table. Like every single person on my team has been through the program. Michelle, our alumni community manager, Kelly, our admin, you know, um, Jay, our she's in charge, uh, she's our student intervention specialist, and, and Tiff, who's in charge of student accountability and support, all have sat in the classroom and been on the receiving end of this program, right? And I think that's so important because you're able to relate to the community members better. You are able to answer direct questions that come directly from the curriculum or the coaching. You know the language of the program. So, you know, when we talk about new tries and farm to table, you know, everyone knows what we're talking about. When we're talking about plants every damn day, when we're talking about the chance weight loss formula, when we're talking about the farm daily four, right our staff our team understands what our students are talking about can relate to them or refer them back to these things if they fall off right and so it's not generic assistance it's real-time assistance because the team understands exactly what the community members are going through so in your communities um, your your admins and your founders should have went through what they're teaching so the curriculum that I put together at Farm to Table, for example, is not theory. It's literally what I've done and what I've taken many one-on-one -on -one clients through in order to get them to adopt a more whole food plant-based diet. And so that is so important that the team that you're looking up to so to support you in this journey has been through the process that they're taking you through, all right? And then the third and final characteristic of um, a great, great community the third and final characteristic is of, the, of a great community is that it gives you something to aspire to, okay? It gives you something to aspire to. So what do I mean by that? So, um, for example, in um, Farm to Table, we, you know, when, if people come into my ecosystem and they want to invest in coaching, they want to invest in a program, they're going to take Farm to Table, which is my 10-week plant-based coaching program. However, I've recently introduced my next program, which is the other 23. And so that is a plant-based nutrition and coaching certification. And uh, essentially, individuals who like fall in love with, you know, adopting a plant-based diet, meaning they get like significant results for themselves and their family and people around them. And they, they feel compelled and drawn to, you know, spreading this information, teaching and coaching to this information they can aspire to the other 23 to become certified in plant-based nutrition and coaching and essentially move up the ranks, right? And so, and that's what we, we've had happen. I'm currently enrolling in both programs and um, like 95% of the people who've enrolled in farms into the other 23 are graduates of Farm to Table. And I think, you know, and I knew I needed to add that next tier in our programming. I just wanted to spend an adequate amount of time building out the curriculum. So I've been building out the other 23 
uh, certification for well over a year. So I knew we needed another tier of programming for people because people were asking me constantly and all the time. Like I have people that want to teach in Farm to Table, people who want to certify and just be coaches or speakers like myself. So I knew my community had grown to a place where we were ready for that next tier, you know, um, but I also didn't want to rush it. So now that it's ready and it's here, you know, I recently did a suitability interview with one of our students to get into the other 23. And she said to me directly, like, I was going to invest in another certification program, but you said you were coming out with your own and I prefer to wait for you. And that made me feel so good because, you know, it lets me know that, first of all, people really believe in the way in which I teach and deliver the information um, and that they believe in it so much that they were willing to wait to invest in what I had to offer, right? And so a great community gives you something to aspire to. The business community that I'm in right now that I mentioned earlier, I spent five figures to be in this community but she has another tier that I had to aspire to. And my revenue has to be higher than what it is now in order to get into that next community, right? And so that gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to aspire to, right? Um, the real estate community I'm in, you know, they have another tier. The Every community that I'm in, they give you something to aspire to. And I think that's also awesome. And I'm already in the process. I already have an idea, should I say, of what my third tier is going to be. So we have farm to table, you know, kind of focusing on personal health. Then we have the other 23, which is focusing on, you know, uh, certification and positioning yourself to coach or speak to this information. And then after that, I want to pull our certified instructors from the other 23 and bring them back full circle to actually facilitate in farm to table, right? And so that gives them another tier to aspire to, like I'm certified, but now I need to qualify to actually come back and support the initial program that I graduated from and go from being a student to a teacher, right? So that's what a good community does. And those are three characteristics that I've personally noticed um, in many of the communities that I've been in. And a lot of times when we're trying to DIY things, you know, we can, like I said earlier, get so caught up in what we already know that we don't necessarily see the value in investing in a program or coaching or curriculum or community. But trust me when I tell you, it has been an absolute game changer for me. Even with my health right now, oh my God. So I downloaded an app. It's a young lady that I follow on Instagram. She had a two week, um, workout challenge that I did and in order to do the challenge you had to download this app but on the app it had her challenge and then a whole bunch of other challenges from other fitness instructors and people who work in holistic wellness and things like this and so after her two-week challenge was over I started I could have just you know offloaded the app and been like okay I did that challenge that was fun but I love the way it forced me to show up with you know a bunch of other people every day posting our photos you know posting our progress or whatever so i was like i want to do this more to continue to push myself in my physical health so in this app like right now i'm doing a running challenge it's a six week running challenge where we have to increasingly run for you know a longer amount of time every week for six weeks and it's challenging like i had to drag myself out of bed to do it yesterday i'm like oh, i don't feel like running like i just want to do calisthenics today or do plyometrics today 
but I'm a part of a community where I'm getting like these reminders on my phone and they're like, hey Lisa, you haven't uploaded your run today, right? And so I'm in this community and I'm looking at what everybody else is commenting and all those things and it just pushes you to be better. So absolutely, I could have increased my endurance, I could have increased um, the time of my mile by myself, but being part of a community that has already laid out a schedule for me for the next six weeks of what I should be aspiring to and all of that, and then of course the hundreds of people who are doing this with me across the world changes the game, right? Because I refuse to fail, right? And I only invested like 16 bucks into this challenge. It's not about the money. I think I might win like a couple dollars if I actually complete it. I don't care about that. But, you know, having that community and having that level of accountability is invaluable, right? So investing in programs is not it's usually less about what you don't know and more about your ability to execute what you do know and i think that's really important so in farm to table and the other 23 the community that i serve they're usually like they could be my mom like there's majority women majority black women and they're usually at least 20 years my senior right i would say maybe about 75 to 80 percent of my community are roughly like i don't know 50 and up 50 to 65 50 to 70 years old and so they're really intelligent and usually the people the people who come through farm to table are individuals who are in a season of their life where um they're finally ready to completely eradicate some chronic health challenges that they've been struggling with for a long time and um they usually come into the program knowing a lot right they're like I already know what to eat. I know what I'm not doing right. I know, you know, what I should be doing right. And they still want to fill in some gaps because plant-based nutrition specifically is maybe new to them. But one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we get at the end of Farm to Table is the community. They're like, this community was amazing. Thank you to my classmates. You know, thank you to the farm team. It's the community. Like, we hear that a lot. And so I've went out of my way to curate a community that is supportive in that way. Because we've all been part of communities that were not, were not a value add to our journey. And so I want to make sure that our community at the other 23 and at Farm to Table is a value add. And that's why you have to actually apply to be in my programs. And that's why you can't just go to the website and check out. Because just having a bank account with enough money in it is not a big enough qualifier to be a part of our community. Like just twice this week, I had to tell two people who applied for front of the table that I don't think you're in good fit right now, right? And so that's really important. And I feel obligated from an integrity standpoint to stick to that when I'm interviewing people. It's not just about okay, you have the money so you can enroll. It's really about the questions I ask you in the interview process are specifically designed to get to the bottom of, you know, who you are, what your drivers and motivations are, and what season you are in in your life right now, and whether or not you'll be a value add to the community, right? And so, like, it's not, when I say suitability interview, I'm really trying to see if you're suitable for the program. And we're doing the same thing with my certification. It's not a matter of, oh, I can afford this so I can get certified by Lisa. There's other certifications that you can look at. But for my plant-based certification, you know, you have to be interviewed to ensure that you're suitable for the program because I know how I develop the curriculum and I know the type of person that will be successful going through that curriculum. 
right? And you have other options if I'm not a good fit for you, you know, but I didn't want to, and I used to run my business that way. I used to run my business with just checkout pages, right? Click here to pay and you're done, but we don't do that anymore, right? And that's a privilege, I feel like, you know, that I've ascended to in my business where I can turn people away, right? We can't always do that in the beginning of our business, but it's a privilege that I've ascended to where I can turn people away, um, because I want to make sure the community is specifically curated to help the people who have committed, you know, to get the results and to maintain the results they get with us, right? And so if you find yourself still trying to DIY your goals, your health goals, your financial goals, your relationship goals, you know, your personal development goals, you know, I would highly, highly recommend that you seek out specific communities. We can think about this with even your faith, right? Like when I go to church every Sunday, like being in that environment, being part of that church family, being part of that community, you know, that inclusivity, you know, it feels amazing, right? And I and, and I remember the distinct difference because when the pandemic hit, you know, I had to watch church on Facebook Live and it, it was cool, you know, it was cool, but it's nothing like just like being there and having the energy and the praise and worship and the singing and all of that and just praying in the faith. So, you know, everyone, those of you who are part of a faith community, you know what I mean. Like the community is huge. So just transfer that which you've applied in that area across all areas. So if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to eat better, whatever you're trying to do, if you're trying to, you know, gain financial freedom, you know, if you're trying to work through issues in a particular relationship in your life or in your career stop trying to diy it because you don't know what you don't know you know so stop trying to diy it and go out of your way you know spend a little time doing some research and if you have to spend a little money to get into a community that has a process that is built out for you that you can follow because you need to vet the process too this video just happens to be about community but the other two things that are important to, to vet are the coaching and the uh, curriculum right but I'm just talking about community here but you know take some time to do some research to to get some information about you know is this community specifically curated for people like me right not just business owners but I wanted when I was seeking out the community that I told you about earlier that I'm in for business the community is specifically curated for service-based businesses, not products-based business. It's led by a black woman, which is exactly what I wanted, right? Um, and it's you, you, the services that you sell have to be a certain dollar amount, so it's not curated for people who are selling, you know, low-ticket pricing. So very, very specific qualifiers to be in the community, and that's what you want. You actually want the qualifiers to be specific and not generic. Like, and I'll tell, I'll give you an example of a community that doesn't work for me. I'm probably done, as usual, ran these examples into the ground. But so, for example, there's a huge community on Facebook for vegans, right? And you guys know I'm plant-based. I do identify as vegan, but plant-based, not just vegan, meaning I don't just eat animal products, but I, I'm very intentional about not eating processed junk, salt, oil, and sugar, and all of that. So there's a community that I'm in on Facebook um, that's for um, black vegans. But every time I get a notification from that community, every time I pop in and, you know, try and read through some stuff and seeing what advice the admins are giving and things like that, it never resonates with me. Like, I, 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 always, I almost always disagree 
<laughs> with what they tell people well when people ask a question i almost always disagree with what the other members are you know recommending so even though i'm black and i'm vegan that community doesn't resonate with me right because i'm black i'm vegan for health reasons and what the recommendations that they give in that group i don't don't align with what i believe right and so you want to vet out communities you want to make sure that you know they're curated for individuals like you it doesn't mean it's a bad community and i have no doubt that they're helping people absolutely because if people are coming in eating cheeseburgers and they're like okay i'm gonna try this vegan thing just help me i have no doubt that they're helping people but the level i'm on with what i'm doing on my plant-based diet that community does not serve me even though i meet the basic credentials, which is black and vegan. See what I'm saying? So you want to definitely do your research. You definitely want to, um, you know, check things out ahead of time and ask questions of the admins. If, if it's something that requires an investment, you definitely want to ask questions, you know, try and get on the phone or get on a call and really dig into, is this a good fit for me? You know, regardless of the of the basics being met. Oh, this is a group for female business owners. Yeah, but there's all type of business owners. There's all type of you know what I mean. That's just that's just not good enough criteria for me. You know, because I've been in groups for female business owners and it still didn't sit good with me. So you know, how specific can the criteria be for the belonging, right? And it doesn't mean it's not amazing for someone else. But you do want to, you know, do your research. You do want to, you know, go out of your way to investigate the, a couple layers deeper than just, you know, the sex and the demographics of the people in the community, right? Um, so that's really important. And, and then you can go from DIY to using communities to get to where you want to go much faster and much quicker. And it will be an absolute game changer, you know? So do your recognizance, do what you need to do, but it'll be an absolute game changer. So... If you enjoyed this one, make sure you go back to part one, which is the four reasons why DIY isn't working for you. This was a piggyback on that. Um, I know a couple months ago when I did that, that first live, a lot of you guys said, oh, it hit. You know, you really enjoyed it. So when I was kind of thinking even more about my own personal journey, I wanted to come back um, and share this extra one for you to add on to. So community might be the missing piece as to why DIY isn't working for you and those other four reasons I named in that other video, which you can find either in, on my Instagram, just uh, click on my HGTV so you can see all the titles quicker, or on my podcast, the Black Health Academy podcast, just search for the four reasons why DIY isn't working for you, okay? And if you are looking for a community to adopt a whole food plant-based diet, either for your personal health or your career, because you want to teach or coach to this, um, visit lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. I'm currently enrolling for both Farm to Table and the other 23 now through the end of September. Um, and really consider, you know, completing the application, getting on a call with me, and let's talk about if it's a good fit for you. Because again, we don't accept everyone. Uh, we want to make sure it's a good fit for everyone. And sometimes the one you apply for is not the one that's the best fit for you. Like just yesterday, I was on a suitability interview with someone who applied for Farm to Table. But after reading what she put in her application and the way she answered some of my questions in the interview, I said, actually, I think you're a better fit for the other 23 and not for farm to table. And sometimes it might be the other way around. So I'll always be completely honest with you with that respect because, you know, I want to service, you know, individuals at a high level. And I, I have 
tiers. So I want to make sure wherever you come in the in in my ecosystem is a good fit for you so that you can move through the tiers, right? So I want to make sure it's a good fit for you at all costs. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. Drop some comments or shoot me a DM if there's anything in here that you want me to expound on or if anything that really resonated with you. Um, and if you're ready to take it to the next level and finally join the community and stop trying to DIY this thing, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. And I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace.